Hello, you're listening to Mostar FM, NT9.6, and this is a brand new space of Free Topic. My name is Thomas, and today we will transform this radio into the best library in Nyerechasa. Also with us, Hodaifa. Hello, how are you? Hello, Thomas. I'm fine. What about you? Yes, I'm fine too. Thank you for asking. And Victor, welcome. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure uh, to be here again. How are you, Thomas? As I said, I'm fine. Thank you. So stay with us, but please sit in your best comfortable sofa or couch and enjoy. Remember that you could hear us also on the internet in www.mustalazfm.hu and also in your favorite podcast platform. In this program, we are going to let flow your imagination with uh, some reviews about different kind of books. But also, we are an interactive program, so please go to our social media pages on Instagram and Facebook. We are Mustar FM. There, we have posts a question for you. Answer it and share with us your favorite books. Later, we will read your reactions. So I'm gonna start with mine. I'm gonna introduce you to my favorite books. Guys, I have a question. Have you ever heard of Kamehameha Technique? Oh yeah, it comes from Dragon Ball. I could even make the shout. Yeah, I noticed that you really want to do it, so please can you do it for our listeners? Are you sure? Yes, please. Kamehameha! <laughs> okay, thank you guys, that was so nice. So yeah, it's a technique from Dragon Ball. So this is a manga I want to tell you about today. This manga has been created by Akira Toriyama in 1984. He worked on Dragon Ball from 1984 to 1995. During these 11 years, he drew 42 volumes for a total of 8,000 pages. Wow, that's a lot of pages. It is the third most sold manga in the world with more than 300 million sales. This kind of manga is called shonen. Okay, shonen, for those who don't know, it is a manga mainly for boys and teenagers between 8 and 18 years old. The story of Dragon Ball follows the life of Son Goku, a boy with a monkey tail inspired by the traditional Chinese tale, The Journey to the West. Son Goku is a simple-minded, pure young boy with a monkey tail and extraordinary strength. He lives alone after the death of his adoptive grandfather, Son Gohan, on a mountain and in the middle of nature in the landscape with characteristics of wild forest. One day, he meets Bulma, a young girl from the city very intelligent but immature and impulsive. She is looking for the seven legendary crystal balls called Dragon Balls. Scattered all over the earth, the Dragon Ball once gathered bring for children the sacred dragon and immortal being that grants the wish of the person who summoned it. Son Goku agrees to help Bulma because his adoptive grandfather Son Gohan has told him to be kind to girls. Moreover, The old man had entrusted him with one of the seven balls, the one with four stars, which the young boy had lost and wishes to find his memory. During their initiatory journey, they meet many people. Son Goku, who had never been out in his forest, is brought to follow an apprenticeship with masters like Master Muten Orochi or Master Karin and to participate in several world martial arts championships. He leads many battles and ends up becoming probably the most powerful martial artist in the universe. There are several parts of this manga, but the main ones are a Dragon Ball that focuses on the main character Yus and Dragon Ball Z that talks about his adventure when he reached 
adulthood. Honestly, just talking about it reminds me of my childhood. When I came home from school, I did my homework as fast as possible so I could read Dragon Ball. I was so fascinated by Son Goku, his ability to defeat all the enemies he made, the handcutters he made, and all the way he traveled. I feel really nostalgic now speaking about it. I want to read everything again and to dive back into this wonderful universe that rocked my childhood. Guys, do you know Hunter Hunter? No. Tell us more, please. I think it is uh, the one with uh, Gon and uh, the other guy, Kilwa. Right? Yes, that's right. So, Hunter Hunter is the same kind of manga as Dragon Ball. It's a shonen, and I discovered it at my late teens. Hunter Hunter is a manga written and drawn by Yoshihiro Togashi in 1998. It has been a huge critical and financial success and become one of the Shueisha's best-selling manga series with more than 80 million copies out. Gunfreaks is 12 years old and dreams of becoming a hunter. Hunters are elite citizens authorized to do almost anything they wish upon presentation of their li license. They can acquire for free any object for sale from the association funds, requisition any vehicle, housing, and tools for their work. They are qualified to do any job in the world, being able to become bounty hunters, chiefs, archaeologists, zoologists, vigilantes, or consultants in various fields. His father, Jinxrix, whom he does not know directly, is considered one of the greatest hunters of his time. It is also to find him that Gon wants to become a hunter. However, the hunter exam, which is held every year, is extremely difficult and dangerous. It is said that only 1 in 10,000 candidates make it to the test site and only one candidate every three years becomes a hunter on his first attempt. During the trials, it is not uncommon to be injured or even killed by monsters, traps or even other competitors. That's a really difficult competition, in fact. Yes, I think one of the hardest ever. I want to know more about this competition, please. Yes, don't worry, I will give you some details. During this examination, Gon will meet different characters, boss, friends and enemies. Kurapika was only goal is to revenge his clan, the Kuruta clan, murdered by the Ghost Brigade and try to recover the eyes of his clan, the Scarlet Pupils. Leolio was vote go is to acquire money to finance his medical studies. Kilewa, who is the same age as Gon, son of a family of elite assassins, the Zoldik family, not wishing to continue the way of his family who participates in the exam by simple love of the challenge. Hisoka, was great patient, is fight against a very powerful warriors as well as many others. Gon's strength, it's not only physical, his charisma, his purity, his kindness, his great generosity, and especially his incredible capacity to attract sympathy often help him to get out of the most perilous situation. Honestly, after reading volume 1, I was instantly transported into the wonderful world of Gon and Kirua. Even at my age, I still enjoy reading the adventure. The characters are really enduring. What is good with this manga is that we have absolutely no time to get bored. There is action literally all the time. It's so satisfying to see li the little gun freaks becoming strong and learning a lot of new techniques as the plot is developing. The last manga I want to introduce you, it's a bit darker, but it's still really interesting. 
It's called Death Note. Death Note is a Japanese manga series written by Tsukumi Oba and illustrated by Takeshi Obata in 2003. So it's the story of Laita Yagami, a gifted high school student who considers the current world criminal rotten and corrupt. His life changes dramatically the day he picks up a mysterious book called Death Note. Its instructions state that the person whose name is written in, in this notebooks dies. Skeptical at first, Light decides to test the notebook and discovers that its power is real. He meets the former owner of the Death Note, a god of death named Ryuk. He declares that he voluntarily dropped his notebook in order to entertain himself. There are a lot of rules in the Death Note. Some of them are really detailed. For example, if we write down the cause, then we get an additional 6 minutes and 40 seconds to describe precisely the course of the death. It also can give you superpowers, Becomes. like the person who becomes the owner of a death note can obtain something called God's Eyes of, of Death, allowing him to know her name of the person he is looking at in exchange for half of his remaining life. Light decides to use the death note to exterminate criminals in order to build a perfect world of which he will be the god. He gradually learns to use the powers of the notebook and its rules. The, the user can only kill a person if he knows his face by writing his first and last name. He can also specify the cause and, and detailed circumstances, as I said earlier. If he doesn't, the default cause is having a heart attack. The many explained deaths of criminals around the world attract the attention of Interpol and the mysterious L, a particularly talented detective, but was identified, nobody knows. L decides to investigate the serial killer, nicknamed Kira, derived from the Japanese pronunciation of killer by the general public. I think this is one of the most exciting books I ever read. The protagonists are extremely intelligent, so it requires a lot of concentration to read it. But I guarantee you that after the first volume, it will be very difficult not to continue so much it is fascinating to read. At least it was for me. Because they try to outsmart each other and this is so satisfying. Could I confess something? Yeah, please. Um, I read the, the manga also and in my last visit to Porto, Portugal, I find like a notebook black on the bench in a public square. It was difficult for me open even for now, the details of the owner of the notebook, and I avoid to do it. So not to open the the, the notebook because uh, for me it was uh, like uh, when you remember the the anime. I was afraid. Yeah, I think he, if I was you, I would at least try to write a name just to to see if it's working or not. But I think no, 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 <laughs> no way, man. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, yeah, speaking about mangas, I think Hudaisfa has one to present, so I leave him the mic. Thank you, Thomas. And speaking of mangas, one of the books that I really, really enjoyed reading was uh, one of the Korean mangas uh, called Solo Leveling. And this manga was really, really good. It was the first manga the, that I ever read, but, you know, it's really captured my attention. This manga talks about uh, Song Jin-woo, the game's weakest hunter, who works his way up uh, to become an S-rank hunter whose uh, might is beyond comprehension. In this uh, manga, you know, like D-rank is the lowest rank ever and S-rank is like uh, the god. 
like a, a comparison between powers. Uh, Jin Wu stumbles into a dungeon that appears to be of D rank, and uh, Jin Wu, uh, at the very beginning of uh, of this uh, book, is the the world weakest uh, hunter. Even among the 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 D rankers, he is the the weakest one. So he almost gets killed in every dungeon that he enters. the The process of his uh, you know development is very very good. Jane Wu stumbles into a dungeon that appears to be of D rank, but is significantly stronger than it appears. A weird power is placed upon him, just as he is about to accept his faith, which is death allowing him to see a work log, just like uh, in a video game. By achieving his missions, he can level up and get uh, stronger and stronger. To make matters worse, in the eyes of the entire world, uh, he's swiftly become uh, a sought-after is rank hunter. This manga is one of the uh, one of the things that made me so excited to read one chapter after another. Next is this one is one of my favorite. Uh, books by Paulo Coelho. Uh, the book's title is The Devil and Miss Prime. The story of this novel is as follows. For almost 15 years, old Bretta had spent every day sitting outside her house, watching over the little village Viscos, and talking with her deceased husband. She is waiting for the devil to come, as her husband pre predicted. One day, a stranger appears with the intention of staying one week in the village. In the woods, he buries 11 bars of gold. On the way back, he meets Chantal Prime, a young and beautiful barmaid who is bored of the idyllic uh, scenery and slow pace of life. Regularly, she seduces tourists in the hope that one of them will prove to be her escape route. The stranger shows her the buried treasure and promises that it will belong to the villagers if they agree to kill someone. He comes searching for the answer to a question that torments him, which is, are human beings, in a sense, good or evil? In welcoming the mysterious foreigner, the whole village becomes uh, an accomplice to his uh, sophisticated plot, which will forever be marked in their lives. This is a novel of temptation by the author Paulo Coelho, as I already mentioned. The Devil and Mrs. Prime is uh, a thought-provoking parable of uh, a community devoured by greed, cowardice, and fear as it struggles with the choice between good and evil. The next book is also one of uh, the novels that I enjoyed, and this one left a deep impression on me and made me think of death as a process that isn't always as quick as we think. Even though the main theme of this novella is suffering, but it is a great one, in my humble opinion. The Death of Ivan Ilyich is a novella by Leo Tolstoy, published in Russian in uh, 1886. As Encyclopedia Britannica puts it, the novel is considered a masterpiece of psychological realism. The first section of the story portrays Ivan Ilyich's colleagues and family after his death, as they reflect on the significance of his death for uh, their careers and fortunes. In the second section, Tolstoy reveals the life of the man whose death seems so trivial. Ivan Ilyich's life had been most simple and most ordinary and therefore most terrible. 
the perfect bureaucrat Ivan Ilyich is content to meet the expectations of his family, his government, employer, and society. He treasures uh, his orderly, domestic, and official routine. Diagnosed with an incurable illness, he at first denies the truth, but Influenced by the simple acceptance of his servant Gerasim, Ivan Ilyich comes to respect and embrace the boy's belief that death is natural and not shameful. He comforts himself with happy memories of childhood and gradually realizes that he has ignored all his yearnings uh, as he tried to do what was expected of him. By the story's end, he is at peace. Also, Honor. This is a novel by the Turkish author Elif Shafak. This novel depicts the, the story of a Turkish family who immigrates to England. Pemp and Adam to Prague leave Turkey for London. There they make new lives uh, for their family, yet the traditions and belief of their home come with them, carried in the blood of their children, Iskander and Isma. Trapped by past mistakes, the Toprak children find their lives uh, torn apart and transformed by a brutal and chilling crime. Set in Turkey and London in the 1970s, Honor explores pain and loss, loyalty and betrayal, the class of tradition and modernity, as well as the love and the heartbreak that can tear any family apart. For me as a reader, The story of the Tuprak family is a story that portrays traditional and mistake understandings and practices of Islamic teachings. Islamic teachings give women a valley among Islamic families and even the Prophet Muhammad, uh, peace be upon him, ordered Muslims to take care of women and be merciful to them. However, these practices and orders haven't been followed as many wrong Practices were passed uh, to the next gener generations, as we see in this novel. Finally, I would like to mention one of the best adventure novels and uh, Paolo Coelho's masterpiece, The Alchemist. This story, dazzling in its powerful simplicity and soul-stirring wisdom, is about an Andalusian shepherd uh, boy named Santiago, who travels from his homeland in Spain to the Egyptian deserts in search of a treasure buried near the pyramids. Along the way, he meets a Romani woman, a man who calls himself a king, and an alchemist, all of whom point Santiago in the right direction for his quest. No one knows what the treasure is, or whether Santiago will be able to surmount the obstacles in his path. But what starts out as a journey to find worthy goods turns into a discovery of treasure within. Lush, evocative, and deeply human, the story of Santiago is an eternal testament to, to the transformation power of our dreams and the importance of listening to our heart. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, you like that because it's uh, a boy from uh, Spain, right? <laughs> right, right. It's very passional and... As you said, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's an incredible book. We have more reviews for you. And before my personal recommendations, our colleague uh, Samantha wants to tell us her favorite book. Let's listen. My favorite book is... Guys, which one is it? Do you have uh, any idea? Because the voice was a little bit distortion. Maybe Harry Potter? 
No, 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 no. I'll help you. Okay. Tolkien. I think I know it's it's maybe the Lord of the Rings. That's correct. That's correct. Thomas, one point for you. Zero points today, Hudaifa. Guys, have you ever played uh, a chess match? Only on my PC. Honestly, I just know how to move the PCs, but not much, honestly. And could you imagine to play a chess match, but in real life, like in a role-play game? I think I would like to play with someone and learn more about chess. Okay, let's listen. Please uh, read that incredible book about this game, The Eight. Don't forget the title, The Eight. Part historical, part present day. The Eight blends riddle, mystery, fantasy, sentiment, science, and sci-fi. Through the years, Catherine Neville, the author of this book, has been compared with Alexander Dumas, Humberto Eco, and Stephen Spielberg. In this story, the characters will be part of a fatal round of chess in which they are pieces. And it won't be a normal one, will be a little bit dangerous. In the beginning, the rhythm is a little bit slow uh, because uh, we need lots of details about the atmosphere, the characters, etc. And then everything starts with a journey to shroud the bits of a secret chess administration reputed to be possessed by Carlemagne. This chess administration was the reason for various wars, for the most part because of those competing to employ this capacity. This relic, called the Montglain Service, has a recipe of extraordinary power for whoever had it. Do you want that special chess? Yes. Absolutely, me too. For that reason, there are some, well, not some, a lot of people who will persevere relentlessly to acquire it. But if you want it, or if the characters of this novel want it, before has to find the nuns of Mount Glen Abbey, where it has been covered up for over a thousand years to protect it from the individuals who might utilize it for wickedness. They are like a big shield. The peak of this book comes uh, when Catherine Bellis uh, finds the mystery of Mongolian service and how her destiny interweaves with uh, that of French religious woman who lived two centuries prior. Reality? Causality? This book is absolutely amazing, clever, smart, sophisticated, but furthermore, it's rich with uh, history, art, music, literature, politics, espionage, mathematics, chemistry, magic, and of course, chess. The chess match of history. Also, I will tell you an interesting detail. Uh, the Eight was the first of a kind, a historical thriller magical story that was published in 1988. In a way, all the similar books that have come after, like Dan Brown's Costova's The Historian, are following in Neville's footsteps. Guys, now chess is a trend, so this book, it's a must. Even you could see on video platforms new series about the strategies, chess, thrillers, and similars. A quote from the book that I like so much is, music has power to create a universe or to destroy a civilization. Are you agree with that, guys? That's a nice quote. Thank you so much. Next one. Are you ready for an experiment, guys? Right now, live? Yeah, yeah every time, not? please. What uh, would you think if you got an anonymous letter asking you to do the following? Think in a number. 
Okay, I, I thought of a number. Okay. Hudaifa? Eight. Um, four. And now, open a second enclosed envelope. In the second envelope is a message reporting that exact number that you select, along with the insinuation that this correspondent knows all about you. And furthermore, the letter requests if you don't want to have problems, you have to send money to an address. In fact, actually, we receive uh, that kind of message via mail, mobile, so it's an actual novel. We are talking about Think on a Number, a novel from John Verdon. In the book, we could follow an interesting case to solve, and furthermore, of the letters, some mysterious things happen. And uh, who will try to solve it and find an explanation to this? Dave Garney. It's a 47 years old, recently retired on the New York's police department, homicide detective. His successful career had made him the, the most condecorated detective in New York. But why a retired detective take part on this case? Any options? Maybe because it happens to him. More or less, uh, due to an old classmate, Mark Melody came to him asking for help with that suspicious correspondence. From this point, we'll get involved even if it endangers his life because uh, this is an intellectual challenge he can't pass up. It's like when something challenges you and you say, challenge accepted. The story and the characters are really interesting, but the resolution of how the numbers were guessed, I'm not buying it. But uh, you'll have to see for yourself. It's the really heart of the mystery, so no spoilers allowed. I have to add that some other mysteries about the killer were left unsolved at the end. But luckily you, the mystery continues on his serials books. And now uh, we have to move to another book. In this time, The Boy in the Striped Pyjamas, written by John Boyne in 2006. is a historical dramatic novel which is set during the Second World War when Hitler, the Führer, dominated Germany and created concentration camps all over the Europe to exterminate Jews. So that's our story. Bruno meets a Jewish boy named Samuel who comes from the other side of the fence. The two kids uh, become friends and every afternoon they meet and they sit down and talk. Though the barbed wire fence of the camp separate them, the boys uh, begin a forbidden friendship. Bruno doesn't know that Samuel is a prisoner of the concentration camp he can see from his bedroom. It's uh, Auschwitz. And uh, his father is a commandant of the camp and that he works every day for Hitler. Bruno and Samuel had always wanted to play, but because of the fence that separated them, they never really managed to do. So one day, Bruno, who loves exploring, decides to help Samuel to find his papa, who has suddenly disappeared. He goes on another side of the fence, where he can actually see Samuel without any physical separation between them, what will happen in the concentration camp? Will Bruno totally understand uh, what is going on and who his father really is? Will he manage to get back home? I personally think that this historical novel is a very good book for everyone to read it 
because it's so simple, even children can easily understand it. Even if it uses a simple story, it expresses deep meanings. So I like Boeing's book because uh, I find it interesting and it hooks the reader straight away. My favorite part is uh, understanding the friendship between Samuel and Bruno. I particularly like how Samuel tried to hide the horrible truth not to make him feel upset and sorry for the people in the camp who are suffering also because of his father. It's uh, as if the two boys are brothers thanks to their young but uh, true friendship. In conclusion, I highly recommend this book to every kind of audience because it talks about exact truth through a simple shield-like story. Uh, it makes you reflect about the atrocities which happened in that period and why they shouldn't happen again. Guys, now we will make some mindfulness. Please close your eyes. Have your eyes closed? Yes. Okay. Imagine that you are driving through the snow with your car. You are driving in a mountain. The landscape is so cold. But uh, you could see the sun shining in the snow. It's really beautiful. The sensation is so nice. Are you relaxed? Do you feel the good vibes? Yes. You continue driving along that beautiful road. You see a ranger and watch how cute it is. And imagine in your mind. And now... BAM! You crash. Now you have an accident with your car. No one is in the road or... Yes, a really big fan of you. Do you think that it's a good situation or a bad situation? Honestly, I'm not sure that I wouldn't be in that situation because it can be really scary, I think. You are in the good way. Misery, it's a novel, a cruel novel, and it goes beyond the usual horror that we can expect from Stephen King. This novel touches on the psychological horror and self-flagellation of a writer. Annie finds to her favorite writer on the road after an accident. She carries him home. Good. She is uh, really fan of the writer. Good. She takes care of him. Good or good also? Well, it's completely the opposite. Annie have two faces, but I can tell you more. This story will trap you from the first line, like the main character. Misery is uh, at times a painful and terrifying read. I had to put it down a few times to take a breath uh, and watch some happy YouTube video because uh, I really felt the, the scary of that novel. Guys, do you believe in magic? Of course, if I see something that looks uh, very real, yeah. Okay, and what if uh, you discover that you are the son of a famous magician and someone too evil wants to kill you? Mm, this seems familiar. That's the story of a young student of witchcraft at Hogwarts. There, in that school, he will start to learn spells. He will know incredible creatures and lots of challenges. The world of Hogwarts, uh, it's really fantastic, beautiful. And the author, J.K. Rowling, gives us a lot of details of it that help you to go inside and deeper the story. Which of the seven parts is your favorite if you read it? I think the last part was fine for me. Uh, I think the, my favorite is the, the fourth with... Um Quidditch Championship. I'm really fond of Quidditch, so yes, I think my it's my favorite by far. 
Yes, it's so fantastic because there is too much action. You see a really a match of a different sport. It's really nice. And your favorite spell? Because uh, for me, for example, it's Alohomora. Uh, could you imagine to open any door in the world? I think uh, my preferred is Expecto Patronum. Wow, uh, that's uh, one of the big ones. <laughs> So that was all today. Uh, I hope that you enjoy so much with our recommendations. Uh, more next week. Thank you, Hudaifa. Thank you, Victor. Thank you, Thomas. Yeah, thank you, guys. And remember to listen us in the 89.6 FM or through the internet. Uh, bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.